Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, Brooke. Happy New Year, Amanda. This is your new co-host, Phoebe Buffay, (laughs) with my my Phoebe-sounding voice. Poor thing. It's fine. You know what? I got through Christmas, Mm -hmm. and um, I almost made it through New Year's, but on New Year's Eve at my in-law's house, I woke up not sounding quite this bad, but coughing a lot. And thankfully, I was able to rest for a few days. Yeah. So, so it wasn't, you know, if it happened, if it, you had woke up like this on New Year's Day, people might have accused you of being hungover. But I know that you're not a big partier. So I would have never accused you of that. Yeah. There was no partying to be had unless you consider taking a break for, I think, spaghetti and meatballs and then going back to bed. Ugh. I was kind of expecting to get sick because I managed to dodge all the bullets Mm -hmm. and it's not COVID, at least as far as I can tell at this point, the tests have been negative. So I had myself a little telehealth appointment this morning. Aren't they beautiful? The the beauty of telehealth? It was like, I got a phone call 15 minutes after setting this up. Beautiful. So that was magical. It only cost $55. Whereas if I had tried to get into my doctor's office, I think it would have cost 200 and I would have had to wait all day. So, you know, there's the bright side. I've learned how to do telehealth. I got some medicine. You all might just hear me, you know, (laughs) Sucking on the cough drop, but yeah, my voice was when we, when I got COVID and I came back, I feel like my voice didn't get back to normal for like three or four weeks or something. People were kind of treated to the lovely Phoebe-ness that I had. Well, cause you're just exhausted too. But I will say that I should have abs of steel by like next week from all of this coughing. So like, just watch out. I'm surprised that's not a workout fad, like coughing to get fit. I mean, honestly, my abs <laughs> hurt as if oh. I had been going to a workout every day. So, hey, you know, if, right. if I'm going for a six pack, it's not on the list of goals this year, but hey. I mean, you know, yeah, unintentional <sighs> goals. Well, hang in there, mama. You know, I'm well, here thanks. for whatever you need chicken soup on your front step, whatever it Aww, is. You just send the thanks. bat signal. Well, you did drop off a microphone for me so that we could record remotely because I don't want to get you sick right now because you've got. TEDx coming up. You know, I didn't even think about that until you said it. I was like, oh, yeah, that is a smart idea. Me not getting sick before TEDx. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we're... in general, I don't want to get you sick, but right. especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we're recording remotely. We are. 
And Fernandito helped us with all the crazy setup. It's a lot more yeah. complicated than I feel like it should be in this day and age. But we got, we worked it out. We did. And I'm glad I at least got to see you over the holiday break. We did. Um, we all went to dinner with some girlfriends. So I miss you, but I'm glad that we had some togetherness we over did. the holidays. We did and have some togetherness. I have been wearing my um, It Should Be Fine sweatshirt basically since I last saw you. Yeah. And you were wearing it it the other night. We had a podcast planning meeting while you were in your car waiting for Paige. Was she in gymnastics? She, yeah. And you were similar. Yeah. 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 And you you were wearing Mm -hmm. it should be fine um, sweatshirt and a hat. And you looked like you were doing like a stakeout. It was it was a stakeout. Yeah, I was like sitting in my car, <laughs> looked a little coughing suspicious. up a storm, <laughs> trying not to look suspicious on the streets of Pennsylvania. But yeah. I feel like as long as you have on your it should be fine sweatshirt, everything is fine. So it's it like is, no matter yeah. what's happening, it's fine. I know, but no one's commented on it yet. I'm I'm just waiting for that moment when someone's like, I love your sweatshirt. And I can be like, it's from my podcast, which is amazing. <laughs> and you should listen to it. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. you've been drinking out of your mug, right? I have not drank out of my mug yet. <gasps> I think I put it in the dishwasher immediately after receiving it. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think it got put away, probably got shoved to the back. Well, we're going to have to change that. Yeah, I should be drinking out of it right now, but I am not. All right. Well, let's work on that. All right. So that's <sighs> a big update is that you are under the weather, but getting yeah. better. So what it's are some fine. other updates we've got happening? Well, so I mentioned on a recent episode, my mom's affinity for freezing things. Mm-hmm. We got a couple funny responses from that. Uh-huh. Your friend Megan, our most our most mentioned friend. <laughs> Here um, she is again. Said that mentioned she again. also freezes things and yes. she has a shore house. So I don't know if it's like related to the, the whole shore beach house, house lifestyle. Yeah. But so my mom was laughing about that mention and gave me permission to share yet another freezing update. From the world of Fran. I can't wait. So the neighborhood my mom lives in, um, they only get garbage pickup once a week. Where I live, we get it twice a week. So, you know, we can take it out a lot more frequently. They only get pickup once a week. And Uh, I think I know where this is going. Yeah. Uh So my mom does this too. Okay, keep going. Okay. So she and my stepdad felt like it was the garbage was smelling up the garage because in between putting it out for the garbage people uh-huh. um it was it was smelly so they also have a freezer yep. in their yep. garage uh-huh. and so my mom now freezes trash uh-huh 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 yep. yeah my mom so, does too yep and it cracked me up i was like you're freezing trash she's like <laughs> it's great because now it doesn't smell and we just take it out of the freezer and put it on the curb i'm like that is bizarre but your mom does it too yes so so for example like if we get a rotisserie chicken or something so i'm going to say a word that i find disgusting but um say we have a carcass Oh, yeah, that's a bad word. That's a terrible Mm -hmm. word. So leftover rotisserie chicken or something like that and say it's, you know, trash went out on Sunday and it's Monday. My mom's going to wrap that thing up in a giant bag and toss it in the freezer. 
fascinating. But then what happens is that you forget that it's in you there for, for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, and is that your only freezer? Or no, do you have we a separate... do. Okay. Have, we have an out, we have a garage freezer. So it's okay. not, but like, I remember my husband didn't know that this had happened. And so he went into the freezer one time to put something in there and was like, what is this? <laughs> and I had to kind of explain. And then, yeah. So I have an update on the free on freezer, Brooke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> please explain because I saw this in our notes and I'm like, oh boy, she's got some cleaning to do. So this morning in the rush of getting ready to go out the door, I found a tiny dead little mouse in our dining room. <gasps> and I made a big fuss about it. I was like, Renata, there's a mouse, blah, blah, blah. Like, and he's like, oh my God, just get a paper towel and deal with it. But Isabel's so funny. She like, she has no, she'll pick up toads and worms and snakes and she's not afraid of any of these things. So she's like, I'm on it. So she comes downstairs, gets a paper towel, picks the mouse up and like Fernando opens the trash can for her to put it in there. And she's like, we can't just put it in the trash can. We have to have a funeral for it. Oh, uh -huh. So <laughs> immediately, you know, my muscle memory kicks in about snake. I mean, I'm like, because we're late. So I'm just like, Isabel, let's put it in a Ziploc bag. Let's put it in the freezer and we'll have a funeral for it later. And she looked at me like, yes, that is oh exactly. My gosh. So then we spent, you know, the ride to school talking about the funeral that we're going to have. Apparently this mouse has dark humor. Okay. Uh-huh. So there's going to be some dark humor involved in the funeral. She's already made out where it's going to be buried. But it was just so funny. I never would have, if we were not doing this podcast, I never would have a million years been like, put it in the freezer. <laughs> I just need to know if like other people are doing this or if this is just something mm. that we're doing. I mean, I hope other people aren't putting like a lot of deceased pets in the freezer, but like, I think they are is now. it normal? to put them on ice no I don't know. no i wouldn't go as far as to say it's normal no <laughs> um i just kind of mm. hope i don't forget about that mouse i mean it is in the garage freezer but still oh well it sounds like isabel won't let you forget so <laughs> there's that oh uh, yeah I we're gonna another yeah oh sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say we need to re rename the podcast to the put it in the freezer podcast yeah well that could go on a shirt <laughs> Let's remind all our listeners about our shop. Yeah. So you um, had an yeah, exciting update from that involves Debbie Gibson. I do. Okay. So some of our listeners may have seen this on Instagram. If you follow us, um, my friends, Matt and Kevin recently got married, which was very exciting, but they had like a very small wedding and, you know, it was just their families, but I wanted to do something nice for them. So I offered to do their invitations. And Aww. I really wanted it to be a gift for them. Um, you know, I was like, please just don't feel like you have to thank me. Like this is, this is my gift to you. Yeah. Well, Matt is someone that I grew up with and he, his love language is a hundred percent gift giving. Mm. Like he loves giving gifts. So not only did they get me an incredibly generous too much, um, gift card to a restaurant, I one day received this package and I open it and it is a signed Debbie Gibson Winterlicious <sighs> album. So apparently Deb recently came out with this new Oh, this is Christmas. a new album? Oh, it's new. <sighs> She's been on the road promoting it. So not only did Matt buy me this, Matt and Kevin, Matt went to a meet and greet to get it signed for yeah. me. 
So after I received this gift and was like, Matt, what did you do? Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Then he sent me the picture of him with Debbie wow. Gibson after getting it signed. It was just, it was a real full circle moment. She's adorable, um, by the way. She was wearing like some stylish red hat. She's super cute. Super she's cute. She's like, I mean, just ha- having fun. But um, I just, I do have to say though. What? And I hope, I hope nobody's like offended by this. What? If they were also a Debbie lover. Like, I actually find her voice kind of grating now, (laughs) but that is not to say that I don't still find her a delight and I still love the, um, the nostalgia behind Debbie as a person. And I don't have a record player, but my brother I was going to ask you, how are you going to play that record? So we went to my brother's in Baltimore for Christmas and my brother is a huge record collector. He's got this like amazing setup. So, you know, we did some spinning of Debbie's album, A Winterlicious. And it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. It was Uh, fun. I'm just remembering albums that I had. I had Whitney Houston, like the actual Mm -hmm. albums. And I had Mm -hmm. Belinda Carlisle. I can't remember remember any other ones. I can't remember any other ones, but I loved them. Yeah. Okay. That is really exciting. (sighs) Yes. So it is, I mean, now we have to get a record player. That's the thing. So we can listen to this anytime, but yeah. Yeah. That might spur like a new hobby, record collecting. You know, Nick has been saying he wants to get a record player and start collecting records again. So we'll see. Oh, that'd be fun. We'll see. Yeah. Um, One little update from my other college roommate, Heather. Hello, Heather. I think Heather's been feeling a little bit jealous about the other college roommate, Megan, getting so many shout outs. So <laughs> Heather, uh, no, I don't think that's true, but it, she had a true update that she wanted to share. Something that she does to eliminate friction on something that she really wanted to do, which was she hates the friction associated with putting on lotion, but her skin is super, super dry in the wintertime right now. So she has discovered a moisturizing spray. And I don't have the information in front of me right now about exactly which moisturizing spray it is, but I'm going to put it in the show notes. Okay. And um, she said, you know, it's just a nice little spritz after you get out of the shower and it's not the whole slather lather down situation that feels like too much after the shower. So I liked this tip. I thought that was a good frictionless little tip. Yeah. I'm interested in knowing what that is because I feel like that's something my kids need as well. They tend to have dry skin this time of year and, um, talking like reminding them to put on moisturizer when they get out of the bath or shower is, you know, a whole thing. Okay, here we go. It's the Aveeno Daily Moisturizing Oil Mist. Oh, it's an oil. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. That could cause issues with kids, but we'll, you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll stick. Yeah, we'll stick to Maybe the regular a moisturizer bit too for fancy now. for the kids. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> So I think that's probably about it for our update little section. Should we take a little break? Yeah, let's take a break. I'm going to get some more tea. (laughs) All right, Phoebe. Okay. I'll see you in a minute. All right, bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, 
scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We are back. Oh, hello. Hello. Brooke has applied her neck, not applied, <laughs> her next cough drop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ready to go. I've got, it. I've got it going on. I've got my tea still. I've got my water. I've got my tissues. I, I just feel ready to tackle this. I just have to share a brief story, which is that once when I was teaching for KonMari live and in person for three whole days, I was sick like this and had coughing fits. Ugh. And oh. um, then, so I was doing cough jobs the whole nine yards, like up on stage, you know, the whole thing. I made myself a tea and I didn't, somehow I just got it all mixed up, like how scalding hot this tea was going to be. And I basically took like a mm. huge gulp of it. And literally burned the whole entire inside of my mouth Lava. to yeah. like blisters. <sighs> so I'm like oh. sick with coughing fits three days straight up on stage. And now I have like secondary creep burns in my mouth. Oh my god! I know. I know. I have like a little bit of a, yeah, bad memories <sighs> of hot, hot tea. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I feel like we've been wearing masks for so long and like, you know, kind of avoiding crowded social situations like it's been a few years since I've felt this level of sick. Like I used, I feel like I used to get this once a year yeah. and now it's been like a solid three years. And so I'm like, Oh, I forgot what it was like to be sick. I forgot which medicine works best for me. Maybe and, you know, it was because stuff. you weren't wearing your nose sock, Brooke. <laughs> it must be the lack of nose sock, Amanda. <laughs> I saw, I, I saw the, um, a write up of that research in the week magazine which i love and it tends to synthesize yeah. things really well and i was like oh maybe the summary will be really simple and i can re-explain it on i was like no i like my summary better they don't say anything about glomming and i like my summary better yes so. is there like a trademark for nose sock i think we should work <laughs> on that before someone else snags it i mean good enoughish nose sock coming your yeah. way <laughs> oh, let's do it brandon oh my gosh okay so uh, our main topic we're going to do a little holiday debrief just kind of yeah, check in on how things it. went and then you know we have surprisingly some energy and you're going to talk to us about why you have some energy to talk about goals. Like you're ready to set yeah. some goals. I know, which is so unlike me. You know, my catchphrase for the last several years has been March is the new January. Which needs to be on a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It does. <laughs> um, but well, okay. First, tell me about how your holidays went and like, how are you feeling post-holiday madness? Yeah. Holidays went really well. I did what we've done for a couple of years now, which was I hosted, but we ordered the food. So mm -hmm. we got the food from this lovely place called Jansen's Market in Greenville, Delaware, which is very close to where Joe Biden lives. And hey, uh, I bet he frequents Jansen. I bet he does. If I had to guess. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, it was awesome. It was just like in the exact containers that it came in. I could just put it in the oven, warm it up. Um, it was very, very easy. So we did the Christmas Eve the night before. We did some apps and then we did Christmas Day. And you know what was really fun about Christmas Day? We played a game, which 
was really fun because, you know, my niece and nephew are 17 and 19 and they're Mm. teenagers, you know, like they, if they had their druthers, they would just be kind of on their phones chilling, but you could tell they get bored when they're just sitting around on their phones. So we played this game called Telestrations. Have you ever heard of it? Mm -mm. It's funny. It's kind of like Pictionary meets um, the telephone game. So it's sort of like each one, each person has their little booklet that comes with the game and you get a word and then you have to draw that word and then you pass it. And then that person has to guess what the drawing is. And then they write a word of their guess of what the drawing is. And then they pass it one more time. And then that person draws whatever that person's word was. So it just keeps on getting, you know, passed down the line. And then when you get your book back, you explain to everybody like, oh my God, it started off as tractor and it ended up as ferris wheel or whatever and um it was great like it was we were talking in a recent episode about like a belly laugh a day and this was full-on belly laughs from a 17 and a 19 year old which is not an everyday Aww. occasion so that was really yeah, fun. That's awesome oh i'm gonna have to check that out that sounds fun i mean i hate games i don't know if you know this about me i, I don't love games, games. There's like very few games. There's there's basically one game. No, two games that I enjoy playing. What do you like? Rummy 500. <gasps> like I was I always I was say, used Rummy to Cube. love Have card. you played Rummy Cube? I haven't played Rummy Cube. I don't know. I'm sure it's you similar. Would like it. Okay, so I I generally like that card game, not all card games. And I like the game Set. Do you know Set? No. It's a visual uh it's it's a visual matching game, but it's like, I mean, it just, my brain, it, it just, it just fits. Huh. And it's this like This is the a physical only... board game thing? No, this is a physical card game. Oh. You lay out 12 cards oh. and they have different shapes, different colors, and different fills. So they're either oh. empty, solid, or striped. This is made for and the have... graphic designer. It is like made for me mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. I got this game for the first time, I think, when I was like 16 and hmm. me and my friends, like we, you know, we, we were goody goodies and we used to like go to coffee shops and play set on a Friday night. Like that's how exciting things. But honestly, it was one of those games that I remember just like laughing and because it's like who can get the next set mm-hmm. first. So you mm. either have to have, you have to get a set of three cards that's either all matching or all different mm. with those three different characteristics. So it's either all green or one gotcha. green, one red, one purple. Yeah. And that is so it's like it works so well. So Graham is pretty good at it. Paige, it, it's she's getting there. It's a little advanced. She's emerging. For her. Mm-hmm. But it's like my kids know that if they ask me to play set, I will say yes. This is so funny. I feel like we could have an entire episode about this. I'll say a couple more things about games. I do something. So, you know, my annual girls trip that we do. um, Black Bear. Black Bear. Black Bear group. Yeah. Uh We have a joke that's called like fire pitting something because our friend Karen... Um, so like for the re the, where this name came from was like, we were like, oh, let's do a fire pit outside. Like we'll get the logs and we'll set outside. And she's like, oh, I really don't feel like it. And the rest of us are like, it's okay, Karen. Like you don't have to do anything. Like we're just going to put up the fire and you'll just sit there like on your tush. And, and mm-hmm. she's like, okay. And then we do the fire pit and it turns out that it's so much fun. So now we call like fire pitting is like when you're like poo-pooing something that you don't want to do. And then it turns out being like very little effort and a 
lot of fun. I tend to fire pit games at Black Bear. Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, like they I learned at Black Bear how to play Ticket to Ride, which is like a train uh, game. We have that, but I haven't played it yet. Yes. My kids and husband have played it. Yeah. So me. like I was like, I'm like, no, I, I fire pit it. I'm like, I don't want to play. And then Bananagrams too. Uh, that, okay. You know, that, know. that game that you always see that comes in like a little banana pouch. I yeah. fire pit that. But then when we start playing, I'm like, I want to play another one. So I don't like <laughs> starting games because I feel like yeah. it's going to take too much effort to learn them. But then when I play them, I have fun. Same. I think I usually end up having fun, but like I'm always the one that would rather just like sit around on top. You were fire pitting. Yeah. I'm a fire pitting. Uh, yeah. I fire pit games often. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you just have to find the right game, like set, to okay. woo me into game playing. All right. I got to look that anyway, up. Anyway, we got a, we got that a was a tangent. Tangent. Okay. So, but, th- but that's awesome. So you guys had a good Christmas, even with teenagers who might not normally want to sit and play a game. Yes. But they loved it. Yes. Yeah. I think the lesson for me with that was that a lot of times the holidays, I think we try to, we tend to overcomplicate things and be like, we have to do this and we have to do that. And we have to da da da. And sometimes it's just playing a game. Mm -hmm. So my kids and their cousins, my niece and nephew, every Christmas they end on putting up like a performance, Mm -hmm. which is just in the playroom. They put on some lights. They basically like lip sync or do a dance and they apparently work on it all day. Wow. Although it looks the same each year, but that's okay. <laughs> but like, that's just become our little kind of Christmas day tradition. Like, okay, the show is going to be at six o'clock and we're all usually exhausted. I don't actually remember if it was on Christmas Eve this year, but it's, it's just kind of one of those things that keeps them busy. That's the it key. Keeps them excited. Keeps them and busy. that's the key. Correct. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So tell yeah. me a little bit about your holiday. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, we were in Baltimore. Um, the holiday itself was really nice. We were all able to get together. There was no crazy weather or anything. I'm always worried about that, just traveling there. Um, but I think for me, I really tried to keep your focus method in mind this Christmas. Um, so in terms of what I did, I really, I cut two main things. Mm -hmm. So I cut holiday cards, which I had mentioned, yeah, and I totally cut cookies. Like, even though we did go to a friend's um, one Saturday and we did like cookie making with some of Paige's friends, like it was mostly a social event for me and I didn't have to do any of the work. I just showed up with some cookie cutters Beautiful. and a rolling pin. Beautiful. Um, but otherwise I did not bake a single cookie and you know, I love baking, but I don't love it when it feels like, oh, I have to get this Correct. done. I have when to it's make a this many cookies. And not a want. Right. And so this year of all years, I just really needed to cut that. So I did not bake a single cookie. Yes. Um, I we uncomplicated gift giving. We normally do so like there's six adults um on my side of the family, me and Nick, my brother and his wife, and then my mom and my stepdad. Yeah. And we always used to do just like a secret Santa. So we're not buying everyone a gift. But this year we didn't even do that. Yeah. We were like Let's just get your spouse a gift yeah. and be done. We do no um, gifts among adults. Mm-hmm. No gifts. That's yeah. That's, great. that's a great option too. I mean, Nick and I really also usually don't do gifts for each other. This year, our strategy was um, this kind of just came up because every year I take the kids to buy themselves an ornament. Mm-hmm. They each get to pick out one ornament each year. Where do you take them? And then 
I take them to the little shop at Lynn Villa Orchard. I was actually going to say they have a great ornament selection. We used to do Target and sometimes we still do. It's like it's different every year. This year they wanted to go to Lynn Villa. We went on a weeknight, like half an hour before they closed. There was no one there. It was great. And the kids each picked um, an ornament for themselves, which I love to see what they pick. And then just a little hot tip. I end up writing their initial oh, and the year on the bottom of the ornament. That's good. So some, that's good. Someday when they're grown up and move out, they can have, you know, a set of ornaments. That's doing you know, yourself a future favor there, Brooke. They're, they're not going to. Yeah, but they're not going to leave me till they're like 30. So they'll have a bunch <laughs> by the time they do. Um, but they saw a Bob Ross ornament, <laughs> which... I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, that like Nick loves watching Bob Ross, like wow. as a rela- relaxation method. Wow. So they were like, oh, there's one left. And they were like, can we get this for daddy? I said, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's get it for him. So then I told Nick later, I said, I don't care what you guys get me, but please take the kids out and pick out something for me that costs like less than $20 just so they are involved in it. And they ended up getting me a mug that says mama needs more coffee, which is so funny because I saw that on Instagram or something, didn't I? Yeah. I think I sent you a picture, but it's like, you know, they know that I drink coffee now. So it was just very cute. And he said they were so excited to pick it out. And, you know, they walked all around target, you know, target, they know my love language. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's how we kind of still kept some spirit alive. Cause I, I, you know, it is kind of depressing to not open a single gift on Christmas. Yeah. It's a little weird, but that, yeah. So that kept the spirit of giving alive, but it got the kids involved. It kept the budget low. Um, and then we didn't feel the stress of like buying for someone else in the family. So we did that. And another way I uncomplicated it. I put Nick in charge of buying for his parents this year. Nice. I usually get, um, a really nice photo calendar for my in-laws every year that it's actually a 365 day calendar. So I go through my pictures from the year. I know, but you know, I take a lot of pictures and I usually have enough favorites to, to fill it out. But Graham is 10 now and he does not love for me to take his picture. And I just, I I said to my mother-in-law, I was like, listen, I don't want this calendar to be 80% page. And then um, you know, give anybody a complex. So I said, I think we're going to skip the calendar this year. So great. I kind of took, yeah, I still love the photo gifts, but for Christmas in particular this year, I just took a step back. Nick had some great ideas for his parents. So he took care of that. Sweet. Um, so as a result, or I, I don't think it's a coincidence that then, you know, even though I was still generally a little more tired than usual after Christmas was all said and done, I felt um, excited and motivated to write down some goals, which Mm -hmm. like I said, you know, that a lot of times I don't even look at my goals page in my planner until March. Yeah. So I don't think it's a coincidence that I just, I cut back, I cut myself some slack and I felt more ready to kind of face this new year optimistically. Yeah. You left yourself a little energy. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear because, I mean, I have about seven goals written down um, that I'm happy to share. Yeah, but I want to hear that. You, you are on a roll. Do you want to start first? Because I think you're like putting us, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So I don't 
know. I just kind of found myself jotting down in random spots like, ooh, that would be a good one for 23. That would be a good one for 23. And then I was like, okay, okay. Put it all in one place. So I love Notion and you and I use Notion for our podcast planning. So I mm-hmm. created a little document in Notion and I divided up it up into the four balance bound categories love because that it. works so well for my brain. So I've got four categories, work, self, others, and home. And I was using Gretchen Rubin's 23 for 2023 idea. So mm-hmm. I told myself, okay, then that means that I could do six in in three categories. Wait, six times three is 18 plus five is 23. Yes, I could do six items in three of the categories and I could do five items in, in another category. Gotcha. So yeah, I'm not going to bore everybody by listing off all 23 of my goals, but I definitely, I think I'll read off a few of them. So like, for example, um, number one in work is deliver a super successful TEDx. Like that's going to be exciting because I get to cross that off. I mean, I'm going to deliver a TEDx. I don't know how successful it will be, but it's going to be successful. Um, So, you know, you want to give yourself some quick wins. So that's going to be a quick win. Another one in the work is I would love to hire a part-time assistant and I really need some help figuring out how to deal with donations um, because I offer for my clients to take away donations. And I want to do that in a more white glove, organized manner. Um, I'm going to start experimenting with YouTube, Brooke. I'm going to be a YouTuber. Yeah. I mean, now I'm going to really be my daughter's hero. If I'm a YouTuber, I'm not, wow. I'm not going to be a useless. I know. I'm not going to be a YouTuber like playing Minecraft or anything though. So I think I'm going to like not doing makeup tutorials (laughs) now that Isabel has taught you everything she knows. Yeah. So those are an example of some of the work goals. Another thing that's sort of worky, but also a bit self-care is I want to have monthly planning dates and quarterly planning dates. So that's something that came out of this pajama party that I mentioned recently. And I actually just heard from my friend Veronica that her little son, Teo, was listening to the podcast and wanted to know if he could come to the pajama party. <laughs> he probably would get a little bored once we started talking about spreadsheets and things. But Goals yeah. and spreadsheets, yeah. yeah. But anyway, she, you know, as part of that planner, every month you do take a moment to sort of reflect, okay, how was the last month? And, you know, looking ahead. And then we, you and I talked recently about about quarterly, I give myself a profit payout. So when Mm -hmm. I give that profit payout, I'm going to get my car detailed every quarter. It's $34.99. Where are you getting your car detailed from $34.99? I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you. you. It's called like the car spa or something. I think it's in Bryn Mawr. Berwyn? Berwyn. I always get Berwyn and Bryn Mawr mixed up. I'm going to, we'll put it in the show notes for people, but it's basically like an express detail where they're going to vacuum it. They're going to wipe it down. They have another whole levels. I think probably like $69.99 is a whole nother level, but it's a nice detail and it's $34.99, Brooke. I'm taking myself there every quarter. That is amazing. I always thought car detailing cost at least like a hundred bucks. And it's one of those things that I'm always like, eh, I'll do it myself. And I don't. And you don't. Um, so I love this. Okay. Okay. My thing is that 
I mean, Berwyn or Bryn Mawr, they're not super close for either of us. So maybe we combine it with like something where we drop our cars off at the same time yeah. and then go to a coffee shop and work together or something. I don't know. I, don't I know. think it should be our quarterly. I think we should have a good enough-ish quarterly fun day. And yes. I do believe that the car detail should be a part of it. It is a weight situation and it usually takes maybe like 45 minutes or an hour, but we could get ourselves some lovely caramel lattes from the WA sit in their lovely mm-hmm. waiting room and chit chat. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So those are some examples. And then just like looking at other things on the list, like for example, one of my goals is I hate that Junie jumps up on all of our visitors and mm-hmm. I really want to deal with that. So I've got to figure out what is the plan of attack. And okay. like stupid stuff, like I have loose tiles on my bathroom floor. I want to yep. get that fixed. Same. We've we've talked about our delightful old bathrooms. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. you know, okay. that's kind of a, a little sampler, a little sampler from the 23 for 2023 20, list. I love it. Well, and, you know, you mentioned that I, I love how you divided this into the four sections. Um, you sent me your list. So I'm looking at it right now. And um so I don't divide mine into the four sections, but in the balance bound planner are um, the goals page, which in this year's dated planner is page six. Yes. If anybody's yes. following along page six um, in your workbook there. Yes. There's room for 20 goals mm-hmm. and there's a space next to each goal for you to mark which category it falls within. Mm-hmm. And I love that visual because for me personally, I realized that some goals work like double or triple duty. Correct. So, right. Like getting your car detailed. That feels like it's kind of like a work thing, but it's a self-care thing. And yeah. And it would fall under the home category of like those kind of home adulting tasks. Correct. So, or for instance, one of the goals on my list is to hang more family photos. I have thousands upon thousands of photos in my phone. And most of them never make it to print. So I really, and we have a whole, um, we have some space in our home, like going up our stairs Yeah, that obviously is like such a, a good place for family photos. So I really want to make that a priority. And I was putting it in the home category, but then I was like, you know what? I'm also going to check off self and others yeah. because it's going to make me happy. It's going to make my husband and kids happy. It's going to remind us all of great times and great places we've been. So, um, you know, it's interesting to see that there can be some crossover and some gratification in, in many different parts of your life when you set a certain goal. I know I'm excited now that I've gotten them because I'm like a typer. So I need to type things out to move around and all of that. But now that I feel like they're a little bit more settled, I'm excited to put them in my planner. Yeah, because I see you've already crossed off a few of your home. You've already managed to accomplish two goals. So that means you're down to, what, 20 or 21 here. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second, Brooke. Let's talk about those two goals that I just crossed off. Because I think it really gets back to the whole, like, what is the exact next step thing that we have talked about before. So, for example... I crossed off here. I had written down, get better baskets for the entryway. We have this entryway table that you've seen, but you probably don't necessarily notice, but it has this area at the bottom where you can 
put something if you want. And we had put Mm -hmm. three baskets. So like one for dog stuff, one for school stuff, and one for hats and mittens. But the baskets were very short, so you could see inside of the basket. So it kind of, like, it looked very cluttered. So the first step was really just measuring because I kept going to yeah. Marshall's and being like, I don't know what size I need. Da, da, da. So I measured. And sure enough, when I went to Marshall's Home Goods, there were several baskets that I loved that would have been too tall, but I would have brought them home and they wouldn't have been right or whatever. So the first step was measuring. And then I put the exact measurements in the notes app of my phone. And then God bless Home Goods, they have those little hanging tape measures <gasps> on the wall. They do? Yes, they do, Brooke. They're, I never knew that. They do. They do. Home goods, man. Ugh, uh, also, hot tip, there was this dad that was taking a whole bunch of measuring things off the wall. And I was like, oh, can I grab one of those? He was handing them to his toddlers and telling them to go measure everything. <laughs> so I was like, they were so happy and busy and they were all over measuring everything. I was like, that's really smart. So anyway, that I got smart. a perfect basket for the entryway that is tall, hides everything inside of it. And now the entryway looks lovely. 1999 liter. Amazing. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Oh, Home Goods. I mean, is there just anything? Is there anything? Yeah, <sighs> that Home Goods can't do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll be fun throughout the year for us to kind of check in on our goals. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. So, okay. we'll, we'll give a little updates. Yeah. Do you want to hear a couple more of my goals? Yeah. I feel like, have I heard any of them? I don't think you have, aside from that I want to hang more family photos. Okay, keep going. So, Go. Again, I mean, nothing is like super exciting. Well, one of them is to launch a collaboration that has been in the works for a couple months. Mm. Um, we kind of took a little break and I can't talk about it too much, but I'm very excited about this partnership. So Love it. I made sure to put that as number one because I really want to make it a priority. I want to read... 40 books again. Okay. Um, I did successfully read 40 books by, uh, I believe, December 29th Amazing. this year. So Cross I the hit finish my goal. Line. Yep. Um, I want to learn to knit again. I learned to knit years ago and then gave it up. And so, and there's now a great um, knitting and sewing shop in Media Borough where oh. I live. And they have classes. So I really <gasps> want to just fun. do a little, yeah, I want to do a little refresher. They have kids classes. So if I learn to knit again, I can take Graham with me. I think classes for kids are only for eight and up. And one of his friends has gone before. So I thought, Ooh, that would be a fun activity. Mm. Um, and that's, I'm not going to, the rest of them are kind of boring, but that's just like a little overview of, you know, the little I don't think it has to be anything grandiose. No. Um, like the learning to knit again. are the key. And yeah, are fun. The yeah. doing things that are fun and not things like right. eat better, work out more. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that. I'm working on a blog post that should be live by the time um, this episode launches. So check out balancebound.co slash blog. Um, a little plug there, but I'm working on a post about you know, goal setting for the goal averse. And one mm. of them is that you have to get specific. Yes. Any goal that includes the word more is probably not going to give you enough direction to actually accomplish it. So sure, we all want to exercise more to live healthy lifestyles, but isn't a clearer goal, you know, exercise at least 30 minutes a day for 
four days a week, you know, that's going to be measurable and attainable. And it's a consistent reminder, like that you have to build this into your schedule. So that is an excellent segue because one of the things that I'm going to be talking about in Sparking Joy is a little yoga update. Oh boy. Okay. Well, let's take a break because I need to hear that. So we're going to have to, we'll be back. Going to have to get to that soon. Okay. BRB. Bye-bye. All right, we're back. We're back. And Amanda, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> what what is sparking joy for you? I feel like this is what's gonna be written on my gravestone, like the woman who attempted yoga her entire life. Again. Yeah. <laughs> again and again. It's important to me. I love the way that yoga feels. And I like the idea of being a person that does yoga. I've done yoga on and off my whole life. Anyway, I decided I really want to do yoga. So I had to identify the friction. And what I identified was that I really just didn't have a good place to do it. Yeah. Um, I was doing it in our living room where you and I record sometimes, but then we had a couple cat incidents in the living room. And so that area was kind of off limits for a while and not really a pleasant place. It just, um, I had to work on some smell issues that we have now Mm -hmm, resolved. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then I was like, okay, what about doing it on the landing of our second floor? And so I set up this really beautiful basket with, um, you know, my yoga mat in it. But then the problem was like, I want to do it at seven o'clock in the morning, but then I would be watching my yoga video and waking somebody up. Yeah. Cause you're kind of in the middle. I'm kind of in the middle of all the action. So then I was like, okay, I can get some earbuds, but then the problem is earbuds fall. Cause in yoga, you're like upside down. So I yeah, did tons the, of mm-hmm. I did tons of research on earbuds that won't fall out while doing yoga. Ordered some good enough fish ones, like fifty bucks. They do fall out, Brooke. Um, oh, sorry. So, but because my other big goal was to get the living room back in a spot where, so I actually went to Home Goods. I got this is such a long and people are going to be like, what is going on with this? It's like none of it even makes sense, but it's like, it's a chain reaction. We've been on this yoga journey with you. Yes. So what I'm trying to say was the living room, yes, had a cat issue, but it also just, it was not working for us. We needed things to be rearranged. We didn't love it. The same time that I got my 1999 basket for the entryway, I also got a table for the living room. That was the missing piece. And it caused Fernando and I to go into a rearranging extravaganza in our living room so that now in the middle of our living room, there is a huge space. Oh, awesome. So I'm doing yoga for five minutes a day. This Amazing. woman who Minimum I love, effective dose. yes, this woman who I love, Sarah Beth Yoga, she has an app and I'm in the membership um, and she has this calendar that's called start. And so for the first week, it's five minutes a day. The second week, it's 10 minutes a day. And the third week, it's 15 minutes a day. And so I am just going down to the living room. I am rolling out my mat and I'm doing five minutes and I have done it consistently it. for maybe four days now. And I'm <gasps> Look at ex- you. I know four days and I'm hopping right out of bed at seven and then getting dressed, doing my yoga. And then I have time when Isabel wakes up to just be all focused on her and not like a cannon. What do I always say? Yeah. Chicken with a head cut off <laughs> shot, shot out, out, of, out a of a cannon. Yeah. yeah. 
Amazing. So I just want, I'm proud of myself for continuing to do troubleshooting. And there were basically two, you know, big happy endings that now the living room looks amazing and it's a space where I can do yoga. Love it. Congratulations. Thanks, Brooke. Any time. Will I continue doing yoga? Yeah, I'm going to try, Brooke. I really am. Because okay. it feels it's good. Success. It's basically just like stretching for five minutes. It feels yeah. so good. Yeah, I know. I want to. I mean, obviously, I basically, um, you know, I've been sick since New Year's Eve. So nothing new is happening over here in this in these last five days. Um, but I also really want to try to just do, again, like a minimal minimum effective dose yeah. movement. Um, because especially this time of year, I am not moving enough. I am not getting in my steps. I have not been going to see fit because I've been sick and just too much has been going on. So, um, if I can't get to classes, I need to try to get up early and do a little bit of movement at home. Yeah. So you have to kind of identify what's the friction. What are you going to do when you wake up? What are you going to do for five minutes? Are you going to do it on your, you know, like you have to work through all those things because it's one thing to say, I'm going to get up, but then it's figuring out all those silly details, you know? I'd also be interested to know if any of our listeners like do a home workout at night. And I know that like most people are winding down and, you know, you don't want to do some sort of exercise routine that's going to give you endorphins and wake you up. But we all know that no matter how I try, I, I just don't think I'm ever going to be a morning person. Yeah. And I have wondered, I'm like, well, if I'm doing weights or something that isn't like, you know, I'm not going to be doing noisy cardio in my living room that's, you know, going to shake my kids' bedrooms upstairs. But what if I'm doing a video that, you know, has some some weightlifting reps and, and things and stretches that I can do? Like, what if I did that at nine o'clock at night? Would that really affect the time that I'm getting to bed because I'm staying up until 1130 or 12 anyway. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's all kinds of research out there that has pros and cons to doing both. I think yeah. the the better thing is like doing it. I think for me, the question then that would bring up the friction of, okay, then are you, are you going to get hot and sweaty and then you're going to want to take a shower, but you're in your PJs. And then like, so that would, I would wonder about yeah. that friction. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't get in my PJs yet, but yeah, I don't know. Just yeah. it's something I've pondered because I'm like, I just don't know if I'm a morning workout person. I've just, yeah. I've tried and it just, you know, I could work out like once we drop the kids off at school, but then my work day is getting started too late. And then it just pushes everything back. I'm just a person that a lot of times the creative ideas and things happen later in the day. So it's like, well, what if I just work around the fact that I am not a morning person, I'm a night person. And, and also it's just, um, it's one of those things that uh, it's probably hard, too hard to tackle right now because I am sick. Correct. So like, yeah, you can't even imagine getting out of bed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's Anywho. shift gears. Talk about mm -hmm. what is spark. What are you doing to do your future self a favor? Okay. So I'm not doing this yet, but I saw this idea on the New York times daily email, um, the other day that was like a, a new year, um, I forget what it, what the issue was called, but it had a lot of information about setting goals and things like that. And mm -hmm. I loved this idea that I thought, oh, this would be really fun to do anytime. It doesn't have to be at the start of the new year. But it was the idea of creating a jar labeled good stuff in 2023. Mm -hmm. And then all year 
when either good things happen or, you know, somebody said something really funny that you want to remember, um, some sort of success that you don't want to forget because all those little things really do add up, but it's so easy in our day to day to forget them. And then on new year's Eve that year, getting them out of the jar and reading them and being reminded of the wonders of the past year. So I love that. Yeah. So I think that's something, I think that would be especially fun with kids, but you certainly don't have to have kids to make use of this. So I'm going to do New Year's Eve 2023 into 2024 broke a favor by creating this jar that we can all put good things in. I thought it was a cute idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We covered (sighs) a lot of ground today that we didn't even expect. I mean, we got into games. I think that could be a totally different topic. Games. Oh my gosh. Definitely a different topic. I have worked my way through some cups of tea and how many cough cough drops drops have you gone through there today? I think I'm on number three and they're like the fake Luden's cough drops, which are basically just candy. Uh huh. Um, they're not like medicated cough drops. So, right. but you know, it's, it should be fine. Good enough ish. Should be Good fine. Good enough ish. Yeah. Well, thanks well, for being able to connect virtually and hanging in there today. Yeah. And cause our listeners would have missed you. I know. And I love recording this podcast and I'm so excited to see what 2023 holds for us. Can't wait. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.